0: Episode 15 of the Prolific Christian Writer Podcast. Today, I give pastors seven reasons why they should self-publish. Welcome to the Prolific Christian Writer Podcast, where we believe you can change the world with your words. Follow an indie author and pastor and his guests as they share inspiration, tips, and advice on how you can honor Christ and change the world by writing fast, writing often, and writing well. I'm your host, Tian Doan. Now let's get on with today's show. Welcome to the Prolific Christian Writer Podcast. This is T.N. Down. And today's uh, episode is going to be a little different. Actually, it's just going to be me uh, ranting about some things that I've been stewing about. Uh, For some reason, I've been talking to uh, a lot of pastors recently. I uh, met with some pastors on a trip uh, that I I went to recently to Michigan. Then I uh, went to a... A uh, little two-day uh, retreat. Uh, it's a Soul Care Institute uh, Soul Care uh, retreat for for pastors and their wives. It's a uh, uh, pretty cool. We've been I've been going to that for. Uh, this was our sixth session. We do it quarterly, my wife and I. But uh, at that uh, at that retreat. Um, I talked to uh, several pastors and they were asking me about my books and writing and things. And that's what kind of a lot of people have been asking me when they, they run into me. Uh, it's like, hey, I saw that you published another book. How's that going? And uh, all the pastors actually say something similar. are like, oh, I got an idea. I, I want to write someday. Um, you know, I have this thing that I'm working on. I think it would be a great book. And I'm thinking about getting an agent, an editor, something something like that. And uh, so this is what uh, I want to I do today. I jotted down some notes. And I, I want to talk to a pastor specifically. Um, pastor, if, if you're out there and you feel like you, you have something to say that you want to write, I want to uh, just spend uh, the next uh, few minutes here. And I just want to encourage you to write, and specifically to self-publish. So I have uh, seven reasons why pastors should uh, self-publish. Just write, uh, be an indie author. Don't wait on, don't wait on uh, an agent or, or a publisher. Just get it out there yourself. Uh, so I want to give you seven reasons why, if you're a pastor, you should self-publish a book. And uh, if you're listening out there and you're not a pastor, uh, I want to encourage you, like give this message, give this uh, podcast to your pastor, share it with them. Maybe it would be something that would encourage them because it seems like every pastor that I've met recently, uh, they're interested in writing, but they just don't know where to start. So I'm going to give you seven reasons why pastors should self-publish. Okay, reason number one, why pastors should self-publish. Number one, the first reason a pastor should self-publish is that your words can change the world. That you can literally change the world with your words. That God could take your words, uh, what that you what you've written, and to really change the world, that change someone's life. And I, I just think about this. I think, well, first off, um, did you know that when just think about it this way, the uh, books, how we think about the publishing industry today, is a very um, current phenomenon. Like books are, were self-published. Uh, for centuries before uh, the publishers came to existence. Jonathan Edwards, do you think there was Doubleday Press or Zondervan around? No, they they were self-published books. Do you think uh, uh, J.T., um, uh... A.W. Tozer was uh, published by a big, no, it was he, all of uh, Tozer's books were his newsletters uh, put together. They were self published, okay? And and, uh, I I just want to encourage you that your words can God could take your words and change the world by by your your message and it doesn't have to be picked up by an agent or it doesn't have to be picked up by by a big publisher for it to get out there we live in this day and age where, where publishing is so easy to get your thoughts and ideas out there I trust that God has given you a, a message to, to share with people and just think about that I, I think about the the books that changed my life as as a young Christian Um, I remember the first book that I read was Pilgrim's Progress and I was a teenager, and it radically changed my life. I had this picture, of, of and, and it made me weep when I, I read the story of Pilgrim, uh, how he became Christian, and how he lived in that city of destruction, and he had this burden on his back, and he had this, this book in his hand, and I just that just uh, gripped me, because I was in a similar place, where I felt like I had to leave um, my background to follow Christ, and that changed my life. I remember one of the uh, first books that I read from cover to cover, uh, and I underlined it, like, uh, um, I don't know, over a hundred different places I put notes in, and it was J.I. Packard's Knowing God. Um, That changed my life, reading Knowing God. You want to know the book changed my life? Through Gates of Splendor by Elizabeth Elliot. Um, hearing the, her story about her and her husband and those other missionaries in Ecuador, it, it, it did something to my heart. Where I was a, a student in college, and I decided it's like I'm going to give my life uh, to serving serving God uh, vocationally. Um, so I, I just think about these books that that change my life and really could uh, change the world. And like how many missionaries uh, went to the mission field because they read Elizabeth Elliot. Right? How many people became uh, uh, Christians because of reading John Bunyan or, or, or J.I. Packer? So I just want to encourage you that you can change the world with your words, that your words are powerful. And it, it, in Revelation, it talks about the believers, how they overcame the evil one by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Right. So that's how they overcame the evil culture is through their faith in the finished work of Christ. But it's also the word of their testimony, how they shared the story, how they shared the word of what about what God was doing in their life, about what God was teaching them. And that's how they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. That's number one. Pastor, you should self-publish because you can change the world with your words. The second reason why a pastor should self-publish is that you can reach thousands of people you've never met. That I don't know what size church that you're uh, that you uh, serve. Maybe you already reach thousands of people. Well, you can reach tens of thousands of more people if that's your case. But if you're like me and the majority of pastors out, they say 90% of churches are under 200, under 100, or something like that. Uh, if you're a small church pastor like me, you don't preach in front of that many people. Uh, maybe you every once in a while you go to a, a, a conference and there's more people. But your platform is really small. And uh, but. If 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 you... Uh, self-publish, if you get your words out there, you could reach thousands and tens of thousands of people. Uh, if you self-publish, it might even get you on a bestseller list and people might hear about you. Let me tell you my story. So I, I've been pastoring for about 20 years. Uh, I've been planting churches and all the churches that I, I plant are, are small, some intentionally, some unintentionally, but I, I've never pastored a big church. But uh, when, you know, I've gotten some opportunities to speak to, to uh, uh, conferences and some big crowds and things like that, and that's fun and all that. But I don't build a relationship with those people. Um, but when you start writing, uh, what happens is that people that you've never heard of will 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 find you. Uh, there, so I've been contacted by people when I, I, like my first book is called the life path. I've been interviewed on podcasts, uh, uh life coaches, uh, contacted me. I've, I've been, I've done webinars. I've, uh, uh, people have used my books in Bible studies and all these different things. And I don't know who these people are. Um, I've never met any of these people on face to face and, um, it's it's just amazing. There's um, it, this is kind of funny. Uh, there, I was contacted by a men's group out of Life Church, Oklahoma. Right, that's one of the biggest churches in America, the Craig uh, Rochelle's uh, uh, church, and one of their uh, men's ministry pastors or leaders said, "Hey, can we use your book to uh, in a our, our men's discipleship uh, course?" And i was like, "Really? Like you would rather use my book rather than?" Craig Rochelle's book, I mean, he's, you know, there's 10, 20,000 people there, and they're using my book, The Life Path, to, as a part of uh, the curriculum for for one of their men's groups. And so this is what I want to tell you, that, that you can build a platform. Maybe you don't have a platform right now, but but self-publishing can help you build that platform uh, uh, quickly. And for me, I've uh, have An email lists of uh you know between a thousand and two thousand people i'm not sure how big it is right now but um of people just i just built this the last few months uh as i was launching my books and these people uh gave me their email addresses and say hey i want to hear more about you and your books and learn more about and and every time i get a new uh have a new resource i email this email list and i'm building this platform and You know, you can reach thousands of people that you've never met. It's kind of interesting that when I look at the dashboard of uh, where people buy my books, that there's a good percentage that people in Canada, Australia and even India buy my books. It's like I've never uh, been to most of those places and I'm probably never going to meet them face to face, but they're reading my book. So you can, Pastor, you can reach thousands of people that you've never met if you would only self-publish. You could extend your platform and just get uh, the word out for who you are. Um, you could reach thousands of people you never met. So that's reason number two why, uh, Pastor, you should self-publish. Pastor, reason number three why you should. Should self-publish is that it'll actually make you a better pastor and even a better preacher. And this is one of these things that if you haven't uh, published before, that uh, maybe you don't realize is that your voice is so in tune. It's it's just inside that that book that you write. Uh, Stephen King he calls he calls writing portable magic, or he calls it telepathy. How you can transfer your thoughts, your ideas, your passion, your heart into the heart of another person and this is how it makes you a better pastor it it allows you to speak intimately to to people as they read it because like when you're reading a book just think about this um when you're reading a book you, it, it's only the reader and and the writer the author they're communicating to each other in the deepest deepest parts of their heart in their minds in their souls they're 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 talking to each other communicating and that makes you a better pastor because it 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 hones your voice, and it lets you get to speak to other people in a very intimate way. You 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 share your intimate thoughts, um, and it allows you to speak into people's lives more directly. And it hones your voice. It'll make you um it'll make you a better pastor and a better preacher because a good writer has to understand that that you're you're not just the the master of ideas. Like pastor, I understand you have great ideas. You preach sermons, but then you have to Become a master of storytelling because one of the things in books, even nonfiction books, is this they say one of the keys is you need to show, don't tell. And a lot of sermons are are a lot of telling, and you think because you're just right there in front of people that you could just tell them what to do, and they're there, you know. But in 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 writing, you don't have that audience. They're not looking at you. Um, you don't. There's no visuals. There's no mannerisms. There's no um, slides that you could point to. Uh, there there's no inflection of of your voice and your 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 facial expressions. So you have to depend on uh, you becoming a master of words. And uh, becoming a master of storytelling where you learn how to show, don't tell. And when you learn that, like for myself, it's made my sermons so much richer because I've learned how to show, don't tell and how to um, express ideas in a uh, in through image and through storytelling. And you you use, um, you know, you use the, the three act structure uh, in your sermons. That's what I do now. Right. So so it makes you a better pastor because it allows you to get to know people and get that people get to know you. It allows you to um, uh, also to learn how to be a master of words and, and be a master of storytelling. Also, one of the things that I found is this. I hear this story about a lot of pastors like, hey, I got this good sermon uh, sermon series I did. I'm thinking about turning that into the book. And I know a lot of pastors think that way. But you know what I, I started doing is I started thinking about my future sermon series as books first and then as sermons. And then I think of my sermons like, you know what, this is going to be a book. Let me outline this as a book And then let me take each chapter and let me uh, research it. And and the research for that chapter will be the sermon that I'm going to be preaching. But I'm going to be giving more to that. But th- this is the thing. Like when I think about that, it actually has made my sermons better. It's made my my uh, preaching, my sermon series more cohesive. I know where it's going because I'm outlining it as a book first. So I just want to encourage you that write. It, um, uh, it'll help you. It'll help you become a better pastor. It'll help you become a better preacher. So that's reason number three. Reason number four why pastors should, should self-publish is this. Number four is that it will rescue and redeem your half-baked sermons. Rescue and redeem your half-baked sermons. I don't know if you are like me. Uh, you, you probably uh, can relate to this a little bit. I preach uh, almost every single week, and my sermons are at best about 70% done by the time I preach them and i get so frustrated because i i feel like man this sermon it There's seeds there of such amazing thoughts that I've been studying from from the scriptures. It's so rich, but it hasn't um, you know it hasn't marinated in my heart, in my soul long enough by the time I need to preach it because I need to preach this message and then I got meetings to go to. I got small group and discipleship. I got to meet with the board and then I got to prepare next week's sermon. And so so by the time Sunday comes around, I'm just I just preach uh, how far you know it's like it's never done. Uh, my sermon uh, my sermon planning, my sermon uh, preparation is never done by the time I actually get to preach it. And this is the thing. I wish I had, you know, another week uh, to go back and to, to preach that again. But after I preach it, I put it into a file, into a drawer, and then I move on to next week. And, and so... I was like, man, I wish I could go back, but I can't because I got—I can't preach that again in, in two months at the same church, right? Um, maybe I'll use it later on for if I, you know, go to get asked to go speak at a, a conference or a men's retreat or something like that. But pretty much that that sermon, the way it was intended, um, is, is lost. But this is what I started doing. I, I started taking uh, my my old sermons, and I don't just take the transcript and, and rewrite, uh, like, you know, just, just transcribe it and, and turn it into a chapter. No, no, I redo it. I, I, I redeem it. And they the sermon becomes uh, a chapter in a book. Uh, and But this is the great thing. In a sermon, I don't know how long you preach. I preach, uh, I try to preach around 30 minutes. But honestly, I was like 45 this past week. And uh, I got eye rolls from from people waiting to pick up their kids and things like that. That's too long. Uh, but, um, However long you, you want to preach, there's always stuff that you leave on the cutting room floor that, that there's like, oh, I got this story uh, to tell here. And oh, there's some background about this text and, and the people group that it would be interesting. Or I have this other sermon illustration I, I like to share, um, but you can't you can't fit it all in. So you got you leave a lot of good stuff on the cutting room floor uh, when you're preaching. But so for me, what, what I do is I don't throw that stuff away. I put it in the file. I put all those uh, other ideas that I don't use, I put it in a file. And when I get back to, to writing, I could I could take my time. Because in books, you, you can take your time, you could be slow and use more detail. You could apply things more specifically and deeply. You could explain things uh, and take your time. You could flesh out these ideas in, in a more open and a more direct way and spend more time. So why? Why should you um, write? Why should you self-publish? It, it allows you to rescue and redeem your half-baked sermons, your sermons that, that were seventy percent there, you know. And there's this beautiful thing about writing. There's this, it's called the editing process. You know, maybe you 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 preach the message that you thought was good, but it just like fell short. You're like, man, I wish I had a do-over. Wish I had a mulligan on that. Well, in writing, you do. It's called editing. You could do first draft, second draft, third draft, 100th draft to, until you get it right. So it, it, it allows you not to waste um, that time that you spent in studying. Uh, it, it rescues and redeems your, your half-baked or your old sermon. So that's reason number four why you should self-publish. Pastor, reason number five you should self-publish is that it is great practice. You know, this is the thing. A lot of people right now, sometimes they're like, hey, I'm not so so sure about self-publishing. Isn't like I'm going to look into traditional publishers. This is the thing traditional publishers they they really want what they want is this they, they, they want a person with a platform and they don't take a chance on a lot of unknown um, first-time authors and if by chance you you uh, bump into an agent um, if you uh, if, if by chance you bump into an agent someplace uh, you know in at a conference or you saw you see a pastor that has published and he's like hey I have this agent that you should meet or you you run into a, um, a publisher in a, in a lobby of, of a hotel, and uh, you run into Michael Hyatt, or you run into Ed Stetzer, or one of these guys that could, you know, um, and you say to them, you know what, hey, I um, I have an idea about a book. And they say, well, have you written anything? You know, at that point, if you say no, it might be too late. Um, it's better to say, you know what, hey, uh, hey you, you, you work for that publishing company, right? Um, you're an agent, right? You represent so and so, right? It's like I've self-published two books, and I'm looking into getting a publishing contract. Hey, let's. Would you have time to sit down and talk? That conversation will go a lot differently because um, you have to practice. If you actually want to to write, don't. The first thing is n- like not to. Uh, like don't put all your eggs in the basket of finding an agent and getting a publisher. Like you need to put in your reps and you need to learn. you need to learn how to write. You need to practice. Uh, how do you become a better writer? You need to write. you need to practice. Uh, what you don't know, maybe you have an idea for a book. What you don't know is this ideas are are cheap. Like it's not your ideas that are, are gonna set you apart. You know what the hardest part of writing is? Finishing, typing the end, like you don't realize that when you get into the process, what you're gonna face, there is these enemies out there. You know, some people, they'll call it spiritual warfare, but it's not just spiritual warfare because non-Christian authors experience the same thing. There's there's uh, there's self doubt. There's the imposter syndrome thing. Like, who am I to write all this stuff down? Uh, Stephen Pressfield calls it the resistance. And you have to put in your reps. You need to learn. You need to practice. So self-publishing, like what I've done, I just published my third book, and it's practice. It's practice for me. Is it good? I'm getting better reviews than I thought I ever did. But for me, it is putting in my my reps. You know, I remember... um, My seminary professor, uh, my preaching professor in seminary said this, like, you can't, you won't be a good, you won't be a good preacher until you've preached 200 bad sermons. Like, that's the only way to become a good preacher. Preach 200 bad sermons, and then along the way, you'll become a good preacher. Well, how do you become a good writer? Well, you got to write some bad books. I don't know how many, three, two, three, four. And it's just practice. You're practicing out in, in in public. So that's what I've done. I'm getting better. I, I think I just finished my, my my third book and I'm slowly getting more confident and I'm finding my my voice there. So it's good practice. So, Pastor, why should you self-publish? It is great practice. Reason number six why pastors should self-publish is that it will set you apart. It will set you apart. For some reason, even though there's like a book published every second now on on Amazon, people think that writing, writing a book is, is somehow superhuman. They, it really sets you apart because, uh, I don't know, pastors, we, we read a lot of books in, in general. We're, we're people of the book. We read, we research, and it's part of our lives. But if you think about it, um, the majority of people out there, um, they, they can't even imagine reading, you know, uh, more than a book a year. And, and the idea of writing a book is like, wow, that makes like, you must be really, really smart. Like most people that I, I, I meet just average Joes. Um, they, they, they read maybe, maybe one book a year, if that, You know, and there's some people who read a lot more, but uh, most people don't read. They read a couple of books a year. So when you say that, hey, I'm a published author, it it gives you instant credibility. Now, this is the thing the people in the business world they they um they caught on to this and uh there's a book called uh i think um you must write a book i think um it's for business people that and it talks about hey if you're a business person you should write a book um to use as a business card like when when if you're in business you're you're, say you're in sales or something you're a lawyer you're a professional and you're meeting with a client or you're trying to get some new business you're an accountant if you You walk into an office and you hand that person not a business card, but you hand that person a book to say, hey, um, I've I've written uh, about this. Uh, Here's a a book. I just want to give it to you for free. It sets you apart um, as a person that gives you instant credibility. It makes you an expert right away. And so it it will do the same thing for you as a pastor. Now, now imagine this. This is what we we started to do or we're we're talking about at my church is that um, we're we normally give away uh, coffee mugs to first time guests at, at our church and say, hey, there's a cup of coffee here. Or we used to give out Starbucks gift cards to thank people for coming. Now we're starting to give out uh, a copy of my book. And in there is going to be a, a little note from me that talks about who I am, who, uh, about the church. And when a, a visitor comes and they get a copy of a book from the pastor, it says, you know what? Hey, this, this pastor here, um, he must be something. Uh, You know, his sermon was so-so, but uh, he's published a couple of books. Maybe there's something here, and and it actually sets you apart. We're actually um, out of our outreach budget. This is what uh, our board decided, that we're going to go door knocking to the neighborhood, and we're going to give away 20 books uh, a week um my books to the community. We're just going to knock on doors and have a little note there that says, Hey, uh, we're from uh, uh, the church across the street here. Uh, this is a book written by our pastor. We just love to invite you out to church and we meet uh, Sundays at 10 o'clock. I'd love to have you. And we just leave that there. And it sets you apart. It sets you apart in your church, sets you apart in your community, sets you apart with visitors. Um, so it will set you apart. It gives you credibility. Uh, so that's pastor it's a cheap way um uh print on demand my my cost for a book is around a little bit over three dollars three dollars and twenty cents something like that i mean like that's cheaper than a coffee mug and it lasts longer and it, it sends it makes a bigger impact it, it makes a, a bigger impression so pastor why should you write a book why should you should you self-publish it sets you apart sets you apart and number seven, the last reason, Pastor, why you should self-publish is that it is not that hard. Really, it's not that hard. There's all these different companies out there that are vying for your business that will um, will do uh, formatting, will upload your book. They will do it for free. Um, this is what I want to tell you. There's a lot, There might be a lot of people out there that want to charge you um, to print your books and can I just say, I I don't want to offend people who, who are in this. Like, don't, don't go with those companies. Don't, uh, like be, don't give away the rights of your book. Um, don't, you know, there's these companies. You know, some some people call them vanity presses, or uh, other people they call them by different names nowadays. But they're charging you um, to publish your book. But if you just put in a little bit of effort, you Google some uh, some people, some courses, you watch some YouTube videos, listen to some podcasts, you can learn how to publish your book for free or or next to nothing. The like the only thing you need to pay for really, if you don't want to do it yourself, is editing. And I encourage you to, to find an editor, pay a hundred bucks, couple hundred bucks. You could do it for free. You could um, get another pastor. You could exchange services. Hey, I'm going to write a book. Can you edit this for me? I'll, I'll return the favor later on. Um, um, so the only thing you need to pay for really is editing or uh, cover design. And other than that, you could do most of that for, for free um, if you have the time. Now, if you don't have the time and you got, you know, thousands of dollars laying around, you go ahead and do that. Um, get someone to hire someone to do that. But uh, to be honest, um, they don't really do. It's In my opinion, it's not worth the, the money you're paying them. Um, and it's not that hard. Uh, I encourage you to, to uh, listen to some podcasts, take some courses, join some forums. I'm thinking about collecting, uh, uh, creating a forum of, for pastors or Christian authors who want to want to write and just have a have something like that. Um, reach out to a mentor. You know, reach out to me. I'd love to help. If I have the time and, and uh, we could Skype, I'd love to help you. I've been helping. I've been talking about uh, this with some friends. I would love to help you if I can. Um, so it's not that hard to, to to self-publish. You you could use you don't need any fancy equipment. You could use Word. You could use Google Docs, um, Amazon's uh, Kindle Direct. Uh, you could upload it there. There's companies that will. Um, you could upload a Word doc and it will turn it into uh, an ebook file for you. You could go through um, draft to digital uh, and they will make um, uh, a PDF version of the book uh, for you to uh, print on demand and they will do it for free for you. And so there's all these things that you can do. It's not that hard. Um, it's not that expensive and honestly, you can make a, a few extra bucks. I mean, you know, I, I make several hundred bucks now uh, a month um, And uh, it's not a lot it's uh, for my three books, but it's something um, But I, I you know, I, I believe it's something that's gonna it's gonna grow um, And I don't it's it's a business. It's something that um, Makes me money. Um, I, I'm not I'm not paying someone else to do so Uh, pastor, it's not that hard. And honestly, if I could do it, if I can learn this in a shorter period of time, uh, I'm sure you can can too. So um, those are my seven reasons why you should self-publish if you're a pastor. Well, let's review those seven reasons why pastors should self-publish. Number one, you can change the world with your words. Number two, you can reach thousands of people you've never met. Number three, it makes you a better pastor and a better preacher. Number four, it rescues and redeems your half-baked sermons. Number five, it is great practice. Number six, it sets you apart. And number seven, it's not that hard. So, Pastor, I just really want to encourage you. If God has given you a message to share, like, don't, don't stop. Don't wait on the agents or the publishers. Don't wait on the gatekeepers. You need to get your words out there because it doesn't do good for the God's kingdom if it's still in your in your mind, if it's if your message is still buried in your head or if it's buried in a drawer somewhere on your hard drive, it's not going to make any difference. God can't use it to bless other people unless you publish it. So that's my encouragement to you. Those are my seven reasons. I'd love to hear from you what you thought of these seven reasons. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get connected. If you have any questions, please contact me. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. We hope you found it helpful. If you like the show, please help us spread the word by subscribing to the podcast or by leaving a rating or review. You can connect with me on my website, tndone.net, where I have lots of helpful resources available to you for free. My website is tndone.net. That's spelled T-H-I-E-N-D-O-A-N.net. See you next time. And remember, you can change the world with your words.